Welcome to the Minorities Report Podcast. My name is Antonio Alcazar. And I'm Technor Studios. We're coming at you hot with... <laughs> it's uh, hot, hot, hot in August. <laughs> uh, with... Um, Demolition Man. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just asked you. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, Demolition Na- Man, 1993. 1993! Uh, Sly Stallone. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you, this was Joel Schumacher's best film. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, we'll get to that. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty fucking great comment. I want, I want to point out, you know, uh, we don't script any of this. We, we just talk about shit for the most part. Yeah. It's so hilarious to me that you bring that. You brought that up. Really? Right now. That's, yeah, that's exactly. So. Yeah. Well, uh, near the end of this movie, I'm just like, did Joel Schumacher make this film? Yeah. I bet you he did. Cause I, I don't look right. up anything. Right. Going right. 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 Uh, but that was the joke, by yeah. the way, that I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was yeah, just like, wait, what the fuck is that? No, that, name? that hits like a motherfucking 10 ton <laughs> truck, bro. That's, that's, that's so perfect. Funny. All right. So, so, yeah, let's get into this shit. Yeah, we got Sly, uh, Sylvester Stallone coming back. Like, he had not really done much, actually, for a few years leading into this. Mm-hmm. So, this was considered a comeback for him. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes, Dennis Leary, Sandra Bullock. Those are pretty much the, the main people we're going to revolve around. Yeah. You Dennis, know? Dennis Leary was a bigger name in 93. Oh, yeah. But he was barely in this. Like, I, I know yeah. he was like a yeah. main He's character. like fourth bill, though. So, yeah, for you sure. Know. But it was just like, he. I think... If if you counted it, he was probably in this movie for all of four minutes. <laughs> That's funny. He definitely is like a side character. They talk about him a lot and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah he's he was. I thought he was a pretty good comedian for the nineties. Like, okay. if you listen to him now, it's pretty cringe shit. Like yeah. a lot of it's pretty cringe shit, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. he does one of his comedy bits in the actual movie. But like, oh yeah, yeah, sure, you know. Yeah. So eh, you know, I, he's. I all saw right. it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dennis Leary. I had a big like. Um, uh, I hate Dennis Leary phase of, of my life when I was younger. Sure, uh, I would post about him a lot. Interesting, and how uh, cringe I thought he was. Yeah. This was like ten years ago. Now, yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's. You know, it's hard to look at comedians like Dennis Leary and and kind of rate them now. No, right? like, no, kind of different. Or, no, I sure. disagree because look at Bill Burr. Bill okay. Burr had a very similar shtick. Okay. And Bill Burr now has, like, he's had, like, this character arc sure. where he's, like, a different comedian yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah. he still, like, shits on stuff. Yeah. But he does it in, like, this, like, I'm aware that I should be more empathetic and it's a little weird to just shit on things. Yeah. So here's specifically why I'm shitting on it. Like, I like that. And and he's actually talked publicly about how, like, he ate mushrooms. Okay. And it really changed his fucking perspective around. Yeah. But but Dennis Leary never went through that. You no, see Dennis Leary okay, interviews now and yeah, he's the Yeah, because same I feel guy. like the difference is Bill Burr took drugs and Dennis Leary did coke. Like, like coke and <laughs> coffee is all Fair. Dennis Leary ever did. Yeah. And he's like... I think for like the late '80s, early '90s, that that like Irish New Yorkian sure. sort of comedian, you know, I mean, yeah. like it's like the Andrew Dice Clay. Like we talk yeah. about him often. All like, the time. Yeah, there's no sure. way you can do Andrew Dice Clay right now unless yeah. you're a woman named Lisa Lampanelli. But like, <laughs> and even she's kind of she stopped. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, I mean more her in like the late 2000s. Yes, you know, like sure. that was definitely her time of doing that because now yeah, it's been a little while right. since then, man. Like, you know? yeah, like exactly. all of this that kind of comedy really. Yeah. Just fell by the way. I know. I don't even like really pay attention to comedy much anymore, to be honest. 
But stand ups you know, and shit. Yeah, like I used to watch a lot because you know I and I liked people like Dennis Leary because then I later liked uh, Louis Black and stuff like that. You know, like and you know me, I love uh, Bill uh, Bill Maher, which who you hate as well. So like, and he's that same like vein of comedian right there. Yeah. So uh, especially with like Louis Black and, and they were all so, like friends too, right? Yeah, I think like so. Bill Maher so and, yeah, uh, Dennis Leary. And all yeah, that. definitely. I mean, they came up at like around the same period of time. Yeah. Shit, yeah. So yeah, and it's funny because you like a bunch of comedians. Um, that were just falling out of re- relevance yeah. when I started liking of stand-up course. comedy. Yeah. But I also went through a big stand-up comedy sure. time where I was just like... I still think some it. modern comedians are funny. Like, sure, yeah, what is the What is the uh, Indian guy that's going to be in Eternals? Uh, What? Hamai, uh, Camille Nanjiani? Yeah, yeah, Camille Nanjiani. Yeah. Uh, I just was listening to, cause I have, uh, Sirius XM radio. So I listen to stand up comedy a lot mm-hmm. in, in there. And usually it's a, like older stuff from like the 90s, 2000s. But it, one of his came on and actually cracked me the fuck up really? when he was talking about like racism and sure, stuff like yeah, that yeah. and how people look at him. And it's like he came to, uh, LA and like within a minute someone was like, hey, uh, Kumar, where's Harold or yeah, whatever? And then he did yeah, a whole sure. bit about that and shit. That's so funny. Yeah, it was he was it, he cracks me up and like, you know, it I still think like there's plenty of comedy today and this just, you know, this just kind of goes to what we talk about this sometimes and shit like that like, you know, these cringe fucking people that are like everything's terrible nowadays, yeah. only the past. Yeah, yeah. And I play that character at times and whatnot, sure. but I still definitely enjoy shit from the like the last 5 to 10 years sure. with, you know, it's it's certainly not like Yeah, I feel like I make fun of you for playing that character more often than I make fun of anybody else. Actually. Yeah, of course. That's that's <laughs> the point, right? So, uh I come to this movie as a teenager, bro. I was 13 years... No, I was 12 years old when this came out. Okay. Because I was turning 13. And... um, Did you see this when you were a kid? Here's the thing. I remember as a teenager wanting to see this. Like, this was like the first rated R film I really wanted to see. Uh Like, because I liked Wesley Snipes and whatnot. And uh, I remember... You liked Wesley Snipes already? Yeah. What was he in before this? He was in, like, Sugar Hill. He was in, uh, what the fuck was that movie? Uh, New Jack City. Like, he was in a lot of different stuff. You yeah. know, obviously stuff before your time and yeah. whatnot. But yeah, um, I was I was five. Rising was Sun. He was in a lot of shit, man. Like, he was definitely a star by this point in time. Yeah. And uh, he was, like, a martial arts star. And he was, like, one of the, like, you know, it's funny to me now, like, thinking about, like, I never really thought about representation until the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, like... It's funny to me now because I loved Wesley Snipes as a kid, but I never really like clicked on why. And I think like as I'm older now, sure. now I understand why more because he was one of the few big black movie stars yeah. that was like an action star, sure. right? Like he wasn't there was a Denzel, comedian. Yeah, and right? there was also a lot of comedians. Of course, of yeah. course there was. But like Denzel was like the serious guy and whatnot. Yeah, Wesley Snipes because I was in the action movies because I was like, yeah, I mean yeah. he's really a martial artist in yeah. real life and shit. So um, that's why he's able to play these physical roles so well, and they're in his element and so because he's not throwing fake kicks and shit like oh, that okay. like some motherfuckers have to do yeah. so i remember wanting to see this and like there was no way my mom was gonna let me see this because like she just was very like anti-rated r shit and stuff sure. like that and she went to florida one year <laughs> and my dad let me watch this because we had hbo or whatever so i watched this shit and we recorded it because back in those days we had vcrs that we recorded movies on and dude i i remember watching this shit a lot when yeah, i was a kid yeah. man you know Set so, it on repeat yeah exactly yeah. exactly so all right so let's jump into this motherfucking thing yep we jump into uh, 
overlooking like shit, and it's 1996 L.A. Okay, which, which so for, yeah, when I was watching ahead. this movie, I thought that I didn't know. Again, I, I never look anything up. I didn't know when this movie was made. But when it said 1996, yeah. I assumed it was made in like 1980. I, I just was going to comment on how weird it is that it's only three years in the future. Yeah, and but already like, oh, it's LA so is crazy. fucking done. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, yes. We're three years away from LA being a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, that's that, that the, uh, the Hollywood sign is on fire. Yes, when it starts. yes. Like somebody just set it on fire. Yes. Uh, and like downtown LA is yeah. just a nightmare collapsed yeah. apocalypse zone yes it's like you've never seen these movies we'll get to them at some point escape from new york Mm-mm. and escape from la more even more hit it on the head yeah. and that came out in like 96 ish and that was supposed to be like 10 years in the future yeah. or whatever and it was all fucked up and an earthquake fucked it all up and stuff like which that which is so, what happened here too yes you later know, on yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah yeah absolutely in 2010 yeah something like said. that yeah, right sure. so we kind of get to the setting situation, and we have uh, Stallone riding in a helicopter coming in with his little beret on and shit, uh, and he goes, son a maniac to catch a maniac. Also, and, I want to ask, the black guy that was piloting the helicopter yeah. is later the black guy yeah, in the police. you got it, okay, buddy. Okay. I, wasn't, I, didn't, um, I wasn't 100% sure that that sure. was the same guy, but I was just like... If it was anybody, it was probably the guy in the house. Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. for sure. So um, they they shoot his ass in, and he gets down there. He he does like this ridiculous bungee jump like thing, but it wasn't really even a bungee. It was yeah. like a rope, which would literally like just like Snap pull his, your entire yeah. like stomach out, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you'd be in two halves yeah. on the ground. There. <laughs> at, uh, at the very least, he'd have snapped his spinal. Right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, funny behind the scenes on this, they were gonna they were started to try this with a uh, bungee cord, yeah. and then like somebody like right at the last minute was like wait a second what if he like goes all the way because it was a 300 foot drop what if he goes all the way down bounces back up and the helicopter blades are spinning (laughs) and someone was like oh shit yeah let's switch how we're gonna do this and they had to like reset up out there like it's so funny to me that it got that close that would have been how he dies you know yeah well the stunt double obviously yeah yeah, exactly that would have been crazy yeah you know uh, Wesley Snipes has this whole place set up with his gang and everything like that, and he starts. And Stallone well, has dude to start is running through, whooping everyone, everybody's ass, ass yeah, is just getting sure. whooped by this motherfucker, right? Yeah. And he eventually gets savagely to, too. Yeah. Like one of the earlier things that I was thinking when I was watching this was how cool uh, it was shot because he yeah. really was like it. it I like. Huge thumbs up, huge like standing ovation to the yep. choreographer of this yeah, first yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Because he was just like moving through, jumping through stuff, immediately punching people, yeah. jumping through another fucking window. Like it was yeah. just like nonstop. You felt exhilarated sure. watching sure. it. So I thought that, that was that was really well done. That that intro scene was. Yeah, and they crazy. do this like there's little things throughout this movie. I'm going to bring up that are like little attention to details that I actually like yeah. would not expect yes. in a movie like this. I 100 percent right. agree with. You. <laughs> yeah, there are so. little things where I was just like oh that's that's cool right you know, like yeah. that, that they would like think up a thing just for this. little shit yeah, right yeah, yeah. and like in this beginning scene because then you get wet snipes is obviously sees him on the camera coming so he yeah. starts cutting the fucking uh yeah. gasoline things yeah. 
He comes in, you know, Stallone eventually catches up with him. They have their little dialogue and whatnot. Sure. And, They're is it buds. cold in here? Or is it just me? And he, you know, Boom. lights everything yeah. on fire. And then they start then to it, actually physically and fight. And then it didn't immediately explode. No. It just lights it on fire. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, just, I mean, yeah. that's really how shit works. Sure, yeah, yeah. I was just, whatnot, so. uh, you know, I was expecting the classic. Boom! Yeah, yes, of course, explodes. right. So they start fighting and whatnot. And this is another, like, weird attention to detail only because of something that happens that happens later mm-hmm. is like snipes really doesn't hold his own again in no, this season. Yes. it kind of like holds back into yeah. this fight and whatnot yeah. you know from real life he's, obviously yeah because he's because he's he gets his ass kicked yeah he kind of gets his ass whooped and yeah. shit and then he gets taken out which i was surprised uh obviously later i got it but yes i was surprised at first i'm like oh i thought wesley snipes you know kind of a like badass a yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sure, absolutely yeah. right so they drag his ass out of there and then of course everything explodes you know yeah. and they're arresting him and uh, that was probably a costly explosion oh i'm sure it was practical as this well. the budget on this was not cheap okay uh, yeah, so yes oh, and i bet because they really went for it yeah they i went feel hard like they shit. they were just like let's take it as seriously as we can yeah there's a lot of i have a lot of issues with these movies that we watch where everything looks really like um uh, chintzy sure you know i think sure. is the word for it and i feel like they did the most with what they had in this movie yeah. like they hired the right people right and they're like we need to recreate like of as much of a realistic set for nineteen or two, uh, 2032 20, as we possibly yeah. can. Yeah, no, I agree completely with you on that. And so as they drag his ass out, the uh, the main cop is like, Spartan, I told you not. You know, this typical lethal weapon type of shit. I yeah. told you not to do this shit and blah, blah, blah. And, and this is the one weird scene to me. Why was he wearing a beret if he was just a fucking cop? Yeah, he was a detective. And, like, why does... Uh, anyway, yeah, so... That... A lot of the cops... The beret shit was, yes. made me laugh. Yeah, but... Yeah. So, they... He kind of hits him up about why he did this and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, the, the hostages weren't here anyways, you know. And then, yeah, yeah. of course, the guy comes and he's like, there's bodies everywhere! And Snipes yeah. is all playing it up and shit. And you know what? Here, here's the thing, man. What a brilliant plan. Because clearly... Uh, you know, three years from 1993, they didn't expect police to understand how to, like, CSI a body and shit. Like, no, it, they, and- they were just like, oh, we found bodies, so let's just make a really quick... Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided that that's how it He's works. clearly responsible yes, for this shit. Yeah. He exploded this building. Yeah. Spartan, you're under arrest for killing these people. Immediately, I feel like 20 minutes later, he was getting frozen. Here's the thing, right? Fuck you, process. Like, they were just like, yes. let's get him in the chamber. Yep, he just went, he, there was nothing else. They just, because then the credits start playing yeah. while he's getting led to the, skip it. You know, the uh, to the chamber. Okay. And the funny thing about it too as we find out later is like he was charged more seriously than fucking Snipes was because Snipes' parole hearing was earlier than his hearing was which kind of cracks yeah. me up a little For bit sure. and so uh all right so then they talk about how he's his earliest parole will be 2046 that's when his he's up for the first time he can go to parole and I was thinking to myself what a depressing thought that 2046 is 25 years away, while 1993 is 28 years away, man. Oh, I don't like that. <sighs> I don't like that either. <laughs> and that's so fucking fucked to me. But um, we fast forward to 2032 and the future cops. Of course, we get Sandra Bullock as that rambunctious young one who's yeah. in love with the past and everything else. Sure, yeah. And then we get super bright eyed. Right, exactly. And like wishing some 
terrible shit. We need some bad shit to happen. And uh, then we get like kind of like a run through some a bunch of the cops and whatnot. Jimmy Smith's kid is on the force and uh, then a few other odds and ends. Um, And then we go over to Simon Phoenix and he's getting his first parole hearing. And, uh, you know, they're running down the the shit for him. And he's speaking Spanish and a bunch of other shit. And the guy kind of gets pissed off and things don't go very well as he knows how to unlock himself from his cage and whoops the shit out of everybody and breaks out the uh the cryo freezing scene yes uh was you mean the flux capacitor scene where they put the yeah. into the flux capacitor yeah, yeah yeah that uh scene there was a lot of little attentions to detail yes really yeah enjoyed. yeah for sure uh i liked when the like my favorite part i think that i just was like that's clever that's a just a cool clever thing mm-hmm. and then even more that this clever little thing came back later yeah. <laughs> was the coolest shit in the world. Sure. But it was that it wasn't just a cryostasis where like they lay him down and then they sleep him. Mm-hmm. It was a cryostasis where like there's this like this goo that fills it up mm-hmm. and then they drop this little pellet of like, I don't know, the cryo super freeze, freeze thing. thing yeah. And then that freezes them in place. Yeah. When that happened, like there was like this elaborate system, mm-hmm. I was like, "What a cool little elaborate system that was!" Sure. The fact that it comes back later, yeah. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it yeah, wasn't even just a little detail. Yeah. Some the fucking writer was just like, "I'm gonna be really clever." Right now. <laughs> uh, as Phoenix is just murdering people and shit, we do, we get back to the cops, and then there's alarms going off. One eight seven, and nothing, the cops don't even know what that means. Yeah, They're like, they "What the fuck?" And that. only that one old cop is like, "Oh, what the fuck?" You know, one eight seven, like yeah. that's unheard of. You know, he's the only one who actually knows what the fuck it is, which is kind of weird because like the chief. Looks like old enough where he would have been around at least when they still had one. So I was doing a lot of the mental calculations here. Sure. Because uh, that was also very interesting to me. Like, who was uh, alive back then? Yeah. You know, where where was I? You know, where was my age, guys? You know? And so uh, that chief, I figured at least 50 years old. Sure. Uh, Minus the, what, 40 years? Mm -hmm. Something like that. I was like, okay, so this guy was like a twelve-year-old when this shit was happening. So, yeah. okay, that makes sense. He wouldn't know what the fuck, you know. Like yeah, he maybe. was a twelve-year-old, yeah. you know. So, like, uh, and this was pre the big, um, the big earthquake. Right. The only one that was like a cop was the black guy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he true. was probably like a fresh 20s. cut. Yep. Eight, yeah, twenty-year-old. They, they bring it up. Oh, he he yeah. was a rookie pilot at this yeah. point in time, so he's probably twenty-two years old. Sure. So. Yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, we jump back over to Phoenix, and now he's out in the wild and whatnot. And then we start to get snipes like in his shit, you know. Yeah. And uh, he hits up a computer and he starts like fucking typing on. Oh, I'm possessed, yeah, you know, and yeah. this and that. And um, he just knows all of it, right? He's just like yeah. killing it at everything that he's doing and whatnot. So um, we get we then kind of get hit with what the plot of this whole thing is going to sure. be at that point because he starts to have these thoughts of like, yeah. don't you have someone to kill, yeah. murder, death, kill, or whatever, you know, and he's thinking about the person that he's supposed to be there to kill and everything else, and um, and he's clearly broken out to take out a certain person, sure. like, you know, uh, kill this guy. And then, of course, we are going to jump over to the controller of everything. That's, doc, you know, Dr. Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. He uh, He's in the control of everything. He's the one who squared everything away, kind of saved, like, the San Andreas thing. Sure. And made the super city from San Diego to Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, so, so I didn't get him. Yeah. Uh, and even in the end of the movie, I didn't get him. Sure. Not because I didn't understand who he was. I just, like, how did he get there? They didn't give me enough for that. Yeah, they you know, just for a movie that paid, it. Yeah, for a movie that paid so much attention to the little things. Sure. Uh, they really didn't, like, he was a doctor. Yeah. And he was just like... He's, Here's so a solution they, for stuff. Yeah, they bring up the fact that he, like, kind of broke mm-hmm. what... 
creates violence in a human. Sure, like they kind of yeah. skim over it real quickly. It's like these certain different things. He wrote books yeah. about these certain different things that create violence in a human. And then he brought that to the government and yeah. whatnot. And then they outlawed the things that he yeah, they were like, just discovered. Like, let's just implement Yes, this. exactly. Yeah, sure. Which is not America. But, you know, it is. <laughs> I mean, like, if anything, we've learned that's the opposite of America, yeah, right? Uh, so. what, what was it? Uh, St. L.A. or San L.A.? Yeah, uh, the thing that stood out to me was how truly foreign this place seemed like like in a million years america could never become this you know like everyone was being super silly and like i don't know i mean what is that uh six thirties thirty six years in the future yeah, yeah. San Angeles. San Angeles. City of San Angeles. Yep. Yeah. So I knew it was like San Diego and, Angel- and Los Angeles yeah, put together, yeah. right? But yeah, so then um, the cops are like, all right, we're going to go get Phoenix, you know, and the cops show up, and then we get like a fun scene where he like activates the they anti they've never They've never spoken aggressively to somebody. Right. So like the cop is just <laughs> such like, a hey, funny how, scene. How, how do I go forward yeah. with this? Tell him to lay down on the ground yeah. and, and give himself up, and he just ignores the fuck out of him. Yeah. Do it again, but say or else. Yeah. And then that, of course, snaps him and shit, and then he yeah. beats the fuck out of him. And then he whoops the fuck Olay! out of And he yeah, yeah, you know, sure. get a little fun scene with that or not. So um, then they decide, okay, they talk to uh, Cottail or whatever, the fucking Dr. Cottail, mm-hmm. and he's like, do whatever you need to do. He really do. does look like Mel Brooks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he really yeah, does look like him. He looks just like Mel Brooks, especially over the last few years yeah, and shit. For so sure. that's so funny. They, um, he looked familiar to me and I didn't know why. Yeah. And now I'm realizing it's just because he looks like Mel Brooks. Yeah. He's yeah. Mel Brooks. So they, they, uh, they break out Spartan, dude. Like, they're, well, they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Yeah. And then the old black guy is like, hey, uh, you know, when it, in the long run, we did everything we could. Yeah. None of that shit worked. One man was able to do it. And they're yeah. like, what the f- one man? Yeah. yeah. John Spartan. So then they, break John Spartan out of the shit and they start to catch his ass up and uh, he's, you know, ready to hunt down Simon Phoenix. So yeah, he comes out and he's real like, where we're fish out of the water. He's like, give me a Marlboro or whatever. He's like, Oh, smoking is outlawed. And uh, he's like, all right, wearing a bunch. Yeah, exactly. So John Spartan, you are fine. I really love that every time they would swear, you'd hear in the background somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is here. We're going to get to important, not an important, but a little, attention to detail that i find really cool yeah. in a second also okay. about that so yeah. he does his whole thing he's fish out of the water someone's like hey you know it's good to meet you and he does like the sign and he gives him the high five and yeah, all that yeah, shit yeah, and the guy's yeah. like what the fuck are you doing although and, that guy was yeah. old enough that he should remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure so that was the old guy yeah. right right and he's like you know the three seashells i'm sure you've heard that joke somewhere you before, know but, i have yes. i had i had always in passing heard that yeah and watching this i was like okay Right, I can yeah. I can check. I can assume that there will be one cultural touchstone in every movie that we watch, <laughs> and that was yes. the one from this movie. Yep, I was yep. like the three seashells. Got so uh, Rob Schneider shows up yeah, for Rob one Schneider, minute. Completely uncredited. Yeah. Rob Schneider. Well, I think I'm pretty sure he's friends with uh, Stallone. Oh, because he's in some other movies with Stallone as well. Yeah, and so I think they're like cool or whatever. So he just drags his ass along when he sure. wants to give him a little bit of money. But that must have shit. been like early, early, like like. Yeah, well, he's like in Judge Dredd together, and that was like a year or two before this as well. Oh, no so way. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they must have been friends. Absolutely. So then um, 
he gets his shit together and he's like, all right, we're going to, what, you know, what do we think he's going to go next? And he's like, all right, we've figured out that he's going to set up, uh, you know, a new criminal syndicate and he's going to start to get back to his old ways and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no offense, but that's fucking stupid. He's not, he's going to go to get a gun. That's the first thing he's going to do. And they kind of make comments that there's only one place you can even get a, see a gun and that's in a museum. So that's where we go. Yep. With their eyes all wide. Right. Like, oh, we just figured it out. Shit, he's going to the museum. So so the most mind. unrealistic part of this movie hit me right here. Okay. Not the future, not the cryogenic freezing, not anything like that, okay? Well, hit you. This movie takes place 36 years after 1996. Uh-huh. And the black guy in this movie is like 22 years old when he's a pilot. Yeah. This would make him 58 years old, and he's still just a beat cop. Working no, because he said he'd retired. They said they, they grounded him. Oh, shit, him really? Shit oh, like you no, know, they grounded him, yeah, right? So yeah. he's just not a pilot anymore, but sure. he's still... Like, dude, you'd be retired by now. Yeah. Maybe. It's like 30 years and you're retired, sure, dude. Like, yeah. unless you're like, a, you know, a chief or some shit like that, man. That's and, just unrealistic. And especially since they've, they have gotten rid of money now. Yes. So, like, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing working? Maybe I, he just really just wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. He's like, I got a wife at home. She yeah, irritates yeah. the shit out of and me. And I also can't do anything yeah. fun anymore. I can't drink. I can't smoke. Yep. I can't do shit. So, like, I can't gamble. I can't yeah. even have sex. Yeah. I just, I'll just be I'll at just work. i keep then. working. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I would probably move. Yeah. Out of San Angeles. Yeah, San sure. Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I'd go to fucking Mexico or some shit. But, uh, so we jump over to the museum, and Phoenix is getting his shit on in the museum. And he, there's like, you know, for, uh, this doesn't have a lot of like '90s offensive shit, except for of course this one scene where the fucking Asian well, people. The Asian, are, yeah, that was the, yeah, yeah. that was the one. That was the one time right. that a that a like early '90s yeah. racist shit happened. Otherwise, they yeah. kind of left that out. Of and even that, he's like the bad guy. So whatever, sure, you yeah, know, yeah. he's fucking he's supposed to be a piece a clown. Of shit. Yes, yeah, exactly. Sure. So yeah. he's doing his thing, kind of going going throughout there, and. Um, so Stallone gets ready to get in the car and he's like, I'll drive. And he, you know, because he plays the man card, like, I'll drive this yeah, fucking yeah. car. And he gets in and everything starts crazy. Never mind, you drive. Yeah. And so this was the first part that hit me. I was like, I can't remember this movie, but is this woman kind of kind of be like the commando woman where she's like kind of a clown, but actually at, is helping out in the long run? And, and then she ended up, yeah. And being, she does yeah, end, yeah, end, sure. end up actually helping yeah. out. So, yes. So like she's never a detriment. Right. They ne- they, like, that's the, the things that, um, that stand out as far as how women are written aren't necessarily that they're going to be um, Ripley or some shit like that. They need sure. to be the hero, but it's, it's just like don't write them like a piece of shit. Yes, and sometimes they write women like pieces of shit. And this one, uh, she was fine. She was fine. Right. I, she I was. She issues. was actually probably the smartest cop besides Spartan well, in the long run. Clear. Shit. That so, was yes. clear. Like right. they they definitely pointed out that this is the only person actually thinking outside the box. Right doing what needs to be done yep. uh, and with enough knowledge to know where to draw from. You know, yes. like she was clearly the biggest asset. Right. And they even give a decent story reason why, because sure. she's obsessed with the past and yeah. shit like that. So she's into the old cop stories sure. and everything else. Like I love that, how so. they refer to um, the, like the before times mm-hmm. as the 20th yeah, yeah. where I'm just like, <laughs> dudes, it was like, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I know. it's not that long ago. Well, I mean, look at how we refer to shit, you know, from the 90s and stuff like the that. The 90s. That's, yeah, I don't know, man. The 20th century, so. Uh, actually, who knows? Because yeah. in 2032. Yeah, that's still a ways away. Uh, that's, sometime, that's sometime later. There's if you're listening be like, to this in 2032, let us know yeah. on our uh, Facebook or on be like, our future Of course, we refer to that as the 20th. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. Right, you know? that's it was exactly. fucking so. century. <laughs> 
that's pretty funny. So uh, then we go, you know, Phoenix is doing his thing and he's like, uh, you know, I'm going to fucking, you know, break this thing out or whatever. He's like, motherfucker, you know, yeah. all this and that. And this is what I was talking about. Because remember, like when he uh, Spartan is in the police station and he gets fined because they go, Bro, John Spartan, you've been fined one credit yeah. or whatever. When Phoenix says it, he's like, fuck. And, and the thing just goes, you've been fined. It doesn't say his name because he's not shipped to oh, the fucking sure. system. So oh, it doesn't know who the fuck it is. I didn't even notice. Yeah, that. it's it's, it's but it crazy. happens all the time throughout sure. the movie. Anytime his That's thing comes crazy. up, it's just yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. You've been spying one credit or whatnot. And so. I liked how here he was really showing off his martial arts prowess. Yeah, yeah, because he was just doing that like high kick, high kick. over and over yeah, again. Exactly yeah. right. So uh, tosses the guy through the thing, starts to pick up his guns, and, and then they had real live ammunition in yes. those guns. Yes, I was like, whoever designed this clearly must have thought the world was going to be at peace for forever. Because right. he's just like, let's just put live ammunition. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, no shit. And they're like, that authentic gun feel. Hey, man, why pull out the firing pin? We just fucking put it on that shelf yeah. right there. You? you literally just have to pull out the firing he, pin. He, it's he no literally gun. took a gun that had just been fired and yes. said, we're just going to put this right yeah. there. <laughs> so Phoenix is like, wait a second, man. This is the fucking future. Where are the laser guns and shit? Right. Yeah. And he gets his fucking, you know, like yeah. high capacity fucking whatever. There's the fuck. one rail gun in yes, there. Yes, exactly. It was like, there's a rail gun in right. there. Right. <laughs> it's pretty great. So then uh, Stallone shows up and everybody's running out that he was like yeah i was right so then he they you know go in to fucking confront him and they get in their little fight at this point in time and and this uh, time he's whooping he's way ass. stronger yeah, than fucking sure. him yeah. and stallone's like what the fuck or whatever yeah, you know yeah. he's even face kind of does it but stallone does kind of get the better of him yep. at one point and bit. then what snipes is like all right i'm you know discretion is the better part of valor right now and i'm the fuck out of here so he yeah. just fucking jumps out and he's even like way more acrobatic because he yeah. can jump over the fucking he's like, really he's like free running up yes, the walls exactly yeah. so gets outside dr mel brooks is there and he tries to shoot dr mel brooks completely misses him even though he's 10 feet away and yeah. he's like don't worry i'll get you on the next one yeah. I, okay and this is can't. what i'm just gonna say right now almost everything wesley snipes says in this movie i fucking love dude i really? don't know why but like yeah. his whole like character is yeah. just probably one of the my favorite villains we've done since bill the butcher and sure. shit man just yeah, like how nice. he is and whatnot. you know actually that doesn't surprise me at all thinking yeah. thinking back at like the things that we've covered and sure, the ways sure. that you've liked those characters yeah. this doesn't surprise me right yeah. yeah the um the this gave me like serious robocop vibes sure, sure and then it course. also gave me uh black widow 2021 vibes okay okay because <laughs> it was just like i can't shoot you yeah, you know? yeah. like that's that it was the same kind of pretty funny shit yeah man. same so, element there uh mel brooks is like hey man uh you ain't killing shit you yeah, know yeah. sorry no kiss kiss no bang bang <laughs> and, uh, yeah. he's like, character was so stupid right <laughs> like, yeah he was like so long exactly like a fucking 40k villain yeah. and shit man <laughs> <laughs> so he's like yeah you're right i gotta go kill that guy or whatever and he and then just at that point stallone comes running yeah, out I like, and he, I like how he was just like saved by the bill accepted it yeah like he was just like okay this, yeah, I guess I'll have to do this. You I'll know, go take care of yeah, that, right? Yeah. I've been, it's been programmed in him, so yeah, he has to go it. do it and yeah. shit. So he runs off, and Stallone shows up, and he's like, hey, you, you know, you're lucky that guy didn't kill you or whatnot. He's like, oh, yeah, you saved my life and whatnot, so I'll treat you to Taco Bell. And Stallone's face is just like... Yeah. Taco Bell. Right, I guess, you know. And they start to get ready to go out. He hooks back up with Huxley, mm-hmm. and we get a, a whole bunch of Huxley's lines throughout the movie because he's like, You really licked his ass, or whatever. Yeah, you and really licked like, his ass. Yeah, sure. It's kicked his ass. You know, that's the ongoing joke sure, throughout the movie, of course. Of course. Yeah. So uh, they get they get all done up in their fucking super I like how Asian she remembers. Suits. 
the the like the car later. Yeah. Like she's just like I know exactly what year this car is, what kind of engine this car yeah. has, but she can't remember it kicked his ass. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's one of the, I think it's one of those things though. Actually, I think this is probably one of those little attention to details that I kind of like. Really? Yeah. Because think about like now, like just like terminology throughout time and stuff like that. And yeah. how like it gets lost in translation sometimes. Okay. Like British slang and stuff like that. I like, I mean, kind of. Because we like, we can, we say all the time far out, dude. Yeah. You know, and that's like from the 60s. Yeah, and, and, I guess. You know, like that was fucking, that was a long time ago. Sure, but know? we don't, like, refer to people as some of the things, you know, anymore, and if you tried to, like, you probably, I don't know, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. I didn't feel like it was too I just too feel like weird. her attention to detail, she's just like, oh, I do my research. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, but you can't remember, like, idioms, like right. the most common ones. Sure, <laughs> you know? and I think it's just, uh, but it's always, like, one letter off or something sure, like that, okay. so it's not like it's, yeah. like, crazy, you we're know, gonna like, go blow that guy. Right, like, exactly. Right, we're gonna go blow that guy, exactly. It's not like, we're gonna puff that guy up or something, yeah, it's still sure. at least close to what okay. the fuck it said and shit, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. As they get ready to head to Taco Bell, you know, he uh, they talk about the Arnold Schwarzenegger Museum. Yes. Uh, so there were there's a lot of, like, cheeky, self-referential, breaking the fourth wall sure. meta shit in this movie. One of them was the Schwarzenegger thing, yeah. where he became the president. Yeah. And he's just like, he became the president? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then there was one where Wesley Snipes refers to his, uh, refers to Rambo. Yes. And I was just like... Oh, that's in the, that's it's in the museum. In the museum. When he's yeah. A, yeah, yeah. I'm going to borrow this from you, Rambo. Yeah, he takes the bag from him cheeky, and shit. Very cheeky, very <laughs> cheeky. Of course. Well, wait a second. The yeah. Schwarzenegger thing, no. Why? Because the one of the coincidences of this movie is uh-huh. one day, so nine years, 364 days after this movie was released, uh-huh. the California recall happened yeah. that took the governor out of place and then ultimately elected uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the governor of California. I know why. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. So yeah. that's what kind of like, what, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. kind of weird and shit. But um, as they're heading over there, that's when they get the breakdown of what happened with the franchise wars. Because he's like, I, you know, the franchise wars. I wouldn't mind a fucking bean burrito or whatever <laughs> yeah it's kind of but i mean it doesn't matter at this point because there is no meat right you know like everyone's just eating like pastes yeah. and shit yeah yeah, yeah. So you know like taco bell and just the name uh they get to the fucking um <laughs> they get to taco bell and it's all done up and shit like that and this actually literally made me laugh out loud when the guy's singing ja- valley of the giant oh yeah jolly green that was, giant. yeah because that was a uh, that was another little thing yeah you know? yep. where they just kept like consistent with the world that they'd created. Yes, yep. Uh, and so in this timeline, there's no music anymore. Right. The only music that exists are, um, like, redone commercials, commercials yes, from the yep. past. That was so fucking ridiculous. But the guy that was like, he was just playing the shit out of this Jolly Green Giant. Right, because it was just like, you because you would see that in like, you know, a modern, real nice fucking restaurant, but it would be like playing some opera music and stuff like that. Or just whatever fucking song. Right, exactly. So it just, it cracked me up, I'll be honest. So, uh, and they discuss, this is where we start to get the breakdown of life in 2032, or, uh, yeah, 2032, and... Uh, Dr. Cotel or Cotel like breaks down what happened throughout the past and why things were so fucked up and that this paradise that they've made or whatnot. And um, we get the whole like, you know, uh, libertarian sort of look that fucking Stallone has to life and shit like that, which it it was there was more of this later, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, the idea was like, I want my freedom. Yes, I agree. Like one thing I will give this movie credit for. 
it has a couple scenes like that, but it doesn't go like hammering you in the face over and over and over, like how bad this like liberal society. I'd say when when uh when Dennis Leary does his little spiel later, that's where I was just like, you. But think about this: he was doing this in 1990, right? Like, would we look at 1990 and go that was some liberal paradise? You know, like of course not, right? Like it's not now today, let alone 1990. We still fucking had. We literally had covers of magazines talking about how taboo it is that white women were dating black men in the 1990s. So, like, you know, uh, give me a break. But we then see Dennis Leary is in a goons attack. They uh, try to come to get some food. Uh, Stallone fights him off. Uh, kind of takes down the whole crowd and shit. And Dennis Leary's like, yeah, big fucking hero or whatnot. Yeah. And... Like, we already, like, as viewers, you kind of clearly know that these people aren't, like, really, like, assholes at or anything. But this point, was kind of hammered in because of at, the... In this moment, yes. I was just like, okay, this is where they told me. They're not bad guys. Yes. They're just hungry. Right. They're trying to steal some food and yeah. shit, so... Um, They're the real Americans later on, you find out. Yes. so The last vestige of America. <laughs> and uh, we jump over to Mel Brooks and uh, Wesley Snipes, and they're kind of breaking down things going on in the meeting. Mm-hmm. And Wesley Snipes is just, you know, talking his shit or whatever. Oh, yeah. put it in a memo and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And um, But basically, this, this is where he, stru- uh, he structures his, like, way out. Yes. His, He's just like, hey, I'm going to need some I'm gonna need some help. I need yeah. some help. You let Spartan get out. I can't take out Spartan by myself. Yeah. I need these people to help me out with yeah. this situation and they um, can't be from this time because yes. the people from this time just don't they're pussies right yeah he even says that later that they're pussy brady bunch motherfuckers here yeah. so um this scene man you bring up joe schumacher yeah. the beginning the whole beginning and this like just like straight up batman yeah. 1990s style yeah. especially like even the crazy outfit he's got yes. on and shit which yeah. it's hilarious to me that he has the clothes he had on earlier underneath that outfit and yeah. then these like pads on yeah. Yeah. top of that outfit it cracked me up so um yeah the the score and the outfits yes. and a lot of the dialogue it all like i swear to god i was just like this is joel schumacher yeah no this is like some not. straight up batman shit. yeah this like, is batman totally and robin feels, before yeah. he had the money for batman right. and robin yeah. Yeah. it definitely like the look of it is definitely to me more tim burton but i mean like schumacher was working with tim burton stuff in the first place sure. when he was making those movies sure. so you know yeah. you know yeah. what i mean but uh, so Spartan and Hux, they head back to her house, and they have sex at her in her house. Yeah, yeah. She approached it really like, yes. uh, you know, honestly, I felt like it fit really well with what they've established as sure. the world, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, she puts the fucking helmet thing yeah. on, and he's just like, no, I'm not into that I'm shit. I'm not into that shit at all. And let me tell you this, okay? Uh, this scene makes zero sense to me. While it's very funny, like yeah. it's a funny scene and whatnot, yeah. it makes zero sense to me that this woman, because you brought this up earlier, how she can't get the sayings correctly, right? Uh-huh, yeah. She's like a student of the past. Uh-huh. Why in the world would she think that Spartan would be like, would even, even know what know. the sex yeah, is, right? Yeah. Sure. Like clearly he's like a norm, a dude from the 90s, yeah, right? He's sure, not going to yeah. want to have like mental sex and shit, so... Yeah. It's just, it's a weird scene to me when I analyze it. Like it's funny and everything yeah. in an action Maybe movie. Maybe it just slipped her mind because she was so horny or whatever. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like. Okay, this is me just doing the checklist, overanalyzing a scene because yeah, it's, it's it's a fine scene. It's just sure. kind of silly when yeah. I think about it too much. Yeah. So uh, then when he's like, "All right, man, well, I'm going back to my room and whatnot," goes back to his room and he starts to like investigate shit because yeah. he's he's a cop, man, and he's got cop senses and shit. Sure. He's like, "Something weird's going he's a on super here." Cop. Exactly. And Spartan rewatches the scene of how long Phoenix was with the doctor, and they were talking and shit like that, and yep. he's just like. 
all right, something's going down here and shit. And um, in the meantime, he's also sewing. Yeah, so yeah. the next, the he next, morning, really like settle himself down. Right, he's just chilling and sewing. The next morning, he uh, hooks up with Hux, and they hands her a sweater, and they discuss why he made a sweater, and just more like world building of this yeah. shit because he's like, just oh, like, this is part of your real building. Yeah, this year, yeah, yeah. and he's like, I'm fucking Betsy Ross after my time in fucking Phoenix can hack into computers as super strength and all this other that's shit. Really right so, yes, that's where we're told exactly why Phoenix is able to do the shit. Yeah, you know, it's funny with like when we rewatch these movies, especially a movie like this mm-hmm. where I've seen it. At least 30 times, sure, okay? At yeah. least 30 times. Like, I just take for granted, like, what everything that, like, I know about this story. Yeah. And I, and it's interesting to me, because I already know that this is, like, how he gets his strength and stuff like that. But, like, if you didn't, like, have that, it wouldn't, like, I until they... Until they explained it, I was just like, oh, okay. No, that no right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which... Again, man, is it, it, this feels like this co- movie could have been Predator, you know, where they just skip over fucking everything, everything. and not, yeah. not explain anything, yeah. but... Uh, there, so then, uh, Spartans had enough and he's like, all right, we're going to go confront the doctor and we're going to talk shit they to show him. show up to Mel Brooks's house yes. and he's not even, he's not there. Right. Exactly. Know? He's only in the TV screens <laughs> yeah. and uh, and they have a little bit of conversation and whatnot. And, uh, he wizard of Oz's them. Yeah. And then he just is like, he's he, right sees, he sees the other guy, his assistant yeah. kind of looking, looking around all nervous. And yeah. He's just like, oh, okay, I'm going to yeah. fuck you up then. Exactly. And then the next scene, he's got a gun to his head. And yeah, Spartan sure. and Spartan just breaks it down. And he's like, yo, man, I know you think you have this shit under control and shit like that. You do not have this fucker under control. And this is going to end badly for you and whatnot. So um, they just kind of, they're like, all right, well, we're going to go after his ass. And we know that he's going after Dennis Leary. So we're going to head down to try to find Dennis Leary. And that's where we'll be able to find Phoenix as well. So they, they leave that place. They head down into the sewers. And this is like old school America, like uh, Spartan remembers. And yeah, we get the there, comedy. There's bits. burgers. Yeah. There's beer. Yes. He's just like, this is my shit down here. And yep. she's like, this is rat burger. And he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Right. Still delicious to me, man. Yeah. And it's like a very Necromunda setup, yes, you know. The whole, yeah. like, it is literally the hive, the under under hive. Right, right, yeah. So uh, while he's doing this and he's talking shit with Dennis Leary and and all that, and he's figuring out and what's Dennis actually Leary going. Looks at the camera and goes, yeah. "Okay, this is. I literally got hired just to do this." Yes. And then he cracks his knuckles. He's like, "I'm going to take this real seriously." Yep. And then he gives you his spiel. You know what I like, pal? I'm going to have my. I'm going to wake up John Wayne, and we're going to drive down the freeway doing 65 in a car that only does three miles per gallon. And blah, my, blah, blah, blah. my eyes rolled into the back of, of my head. This was like a conservative's wet dream. What he was talking about. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Wait, no, not a conservative, libertarian's wet dream. Okay. Conservatives only act like they want libertarian things, uh-huh. but they also want restrictions on all your social shit as well. Sure, so let's be realistic here, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. Tucker Carlson liber- doesn't liber- want you smoking weed, dude. <laughs> yeah. so. Libertarian's wet dream. Right, right. So yeah. uh, so then at this point, we jump back over to Phoenix, and they have the uh, the Batman kill the Bat villains meetup scene where yep. they're just all talking the shit, and they're yep. like, yeah, all right, well, this city has been fucking taken over. Over by a bunch of pussies, and yeah. only one person's in control of this shit. And if we yeah. kill that fucker, we'll be able to take over the city. What yeah, are, we are you do? with me? We gotta kill the Batman. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, and then there's even a like part of it where he's like, "Are you with me?" And everyone's like, "Yeah!" And the music. So yeah, that was just another like. I literally heard. Exactly. Exactly. So. We get back into uh, the sewers, and as Leary and Spartan are talking and whatnot, 
Uh, Phoenix shows up at that yeah. point. I must have done something really good in my past life. And then uh, just starts like unloading it. Uh, yeah, 100 and, plus and rounds. Nothing. Nobody gets shot. Yeah. Not, nobody gets hit. I know. I don't think anybody got hit with a single bullet in this entire fucking movie. No. Yeah. It's fucking super weird, man. So, uh, <laughs> and then at this point, Snipes takes off and he's going to go to the fucking cryogenics. So he takes off at this point and yeah. he runs back to the doctor's uh, place okay. at this point. And yeah. Spartan jumps in the car, the yeah. old uh, Chevy, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, and they start to take off after him. Sure. They have like a street battle and whatnot. Yeah. And eventually Phoenix gets away. Phoenix heads over to the doctor's house and he's like, you know, the with ba- his boys. Yes, exactly. His yeah. boys are there and they're chilling and he's, you know, the uh, fucking doctor's running his mouth about yeah. this perfect peril and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And, and Phoenix is fucking tries to shoot him yeah. and he's like, you remind me of an evil doc- Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Somebody kill this motherfucker. Yeah. This is like, you talk about the, uh, Black Widow scene. This yeah. is like the straight up Bane scene right here. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like he's got the power. Uh, no, you don't got the power. And he kills him. Shoot him. And then we get the funny scene with uh, Beetlejuice's exorcist. I'd be happy to uh, go oh, under your yeah, or whatever, you know. Sure. And so Phoenix takes that guy on as a sidekick, I guess, for some reason. Yeah. Whatever. No, he's just know. like, yeah, hey, I'll help you with your future administration. <laughs> I feel like he really attached himself to the idea of having an administration. Yes. So he was just like, he's virus, I'm, I'm going to let you slide for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's and this dude's just Varus. He's yeah, just like, yeah. I'll be the whisperer for you, and whatever yeah. you know. So Bill Goldberg, yeah, shoots the doctor, and that's how we end that scene. Was that Goldberg? I know. It's oh, just- <laughs> you got you had me there. Dude. You could have told me yes, and I'd have been like, oh shit, I didn't realize right. that was Bill Goldberg. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Phoenix now has control of the whole uh, cryogenic place. He's going to yep. take that shit over and just and unlock everybody. everybody. Yes, yeah. exactly. Eighty people. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. I love that motherfucker. Yeah, right. You know. Sure. So I was like, did, did, was Jeffrey Dahmer? We're not dead by this point. Uh, I think I get, clearly not. It was right around this time where he got killed. You know, sure. ninety six or something, ninety five, sure, something yeah. like that. So, at this point, Stallone and, and Hux head over to the cryogenic place to take down. Well, they they go to the doctor's place first. They see that he's murdered. Yep. Okay, he's going to be at the cryogenic place. Let's mm-hmm. head over there. So they head over there. He knocks her out. Uh, you know, so that he can yeah. have his one on one showdown with everybody. Sure. But puts the beret back in. Of course. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> He puts his paint on his it's face. It's fucking business, bro. He's putting his knives and yeah. putting his bazooka on his back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, he's going to go get get him some Phoenix. And um, they start getting in the gun bat. You know, the end just starts here at yeah, this point. Sure. Uh, fight fucking each fight each other. Fight each other for yeah. a long time. Beetlejuice's exorcist <laughs> takes the fuck off. Yep. I'm, I'm out of here. Where the fuck are you going? I wish you the best, sir. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> and then we just, yeah, get the end fight, basically. And yeah. like you point out earlier. Yeah. He eventually gets him by fucking knocking that fucking uh, I, th- I thought that was so clever around. when I was watching that. Like, I was just like, yeah, you know, because they're yeah. standing in that goop. This is the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Heads up! Boom! Smashes his fucking head open. Yeah, Yeah, and shit. So, and that's the end of fucking Phoenix. And uh, Spartan heads out, gives Hux a nice big kiss. Big old kiss. And that's the Um, end of the movie. That is... uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Keep forgetting the name of it. He wanted to say Commando. <laughs> $45 million to make this movie. Wow. 93. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, a pretty pricey yeah, movie. Sure. And uh, it actually was probably a little bit more than that, too, because they had to reshoot a bunch of stuff because there was bad weather in L.A. and stuff like that. So, yeah, they had to do some odds and ends and shit. And yeah, they, you could definitely tell this was an expensive movie. Yeah. They went they went balls to the wall with a ton of the sets. Sure. The, 
all the the graphics, you know, mm-hmm. like this was like early nineties and it looked yeah. like they were pushing the fucking envelope, man. Most deaf, man. Stuff, yeah. Most deaf. And they um for their troubles, they made hundred and sixty million out of this thing. Yeah, so good for them, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. three times the amount over uh, the four times. four times. Four times. Yeah, yeah just about four sure. times. So uh so uh, some behind the scenes thing. Originally in the script for this, Burger King actually won the uh, uh the, the, the thing. And then what? Burger King wanted nothing to do with this movie. So they went to McDonald's. Uh-huh. McDonald's did not want to be involved in a rated R film. Okay. So then Taco Bell came up, and Taco Bell was more than happy Taco to be Bell in was a just rated. Like, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah we. Course. I mean, dude, we we literally serve shit tacos and yeah. Mountain Dew. That's the only thing we have. We're extreme. We're down with rated R movies, and so here they went. Uh, both Stallone and Snipes wanted nothing to do with this movie originally. Really? Yeah, Stallone. Um, one of his things was he just didn't see like. The vision of this film. And he's just like, I, I don't get it, whatnot. Then eventually they got Stallone on board, and Stallone wanted to pick the uh, villain at first. His first pick for the villain, Jackie Chan. Okay. That to me, like, I can see the physicality of Jackie Chan, but I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I just. Different character for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Snipes also, he really didn't want anything to do with this because, and for him mostly it was because, like, he did action movies and stuff like that, but he was always the hero in these movies and whatnot. And so, and he, he's been a villain before because, like, New Jack City and shit like that, but he was still, like, a good guy villain, kind of, you know, as Nino Brown and shit. Not really a good guy, but not like this. Over the top villain. sort of villain and shit sure, like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, absolutely fucking. Or a sympathetic villain, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, they eventually there was. Did you ever see the movie Rising Sun? No. Okay, it's a it's a pretty good film. I don't know if we'll do it on this one because it's not really like an underground classic, but it's Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes as two cops in L.A. and there's a murder at the Rising Sun or like this Japanese building and shit like that, and they have to like investigate who did this murder and all this other shit. So it's actually a really good movie from like 1992 ish era. Okay. Um, the creators of this movie had to like go to that set and like basically begged him to like come do this movie no and shit like that. And he yeah. agreed. Uh, the one thing he hated about this movie though was this fucking hair. He was <laughs> like, I fucking hate that hair, yeah. which is funny because like, I'm sure you don't remember this, but after he did this movie, Dennis Rodman, the NBA yeah. player, started doing that with his hair and shit. I like mean, that I remember too, Dennis so. Rodman's hairstyles. Sure. I just didn't know that yeah. it was This was the movie. first one he changed his hair to, and yeah. then he just did all kinds of crazy shit yeah. after that. But he, for his, for like a year, he had this hairdo when he was playing for the Spurs and shit. That's so, funny. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I brought up the thing about, you know, uh, Schwarzenegger, you know, becoming yep. the fucking governor for this. And the musical score for this, cr- this is what, like kind of blew my mind because I was like looking like this was this the Batman music? Yeah. No, the dude who did the original Alien score. Oh no way! Yeah, so like the, the exact opposite, opposite. Yeah, right? Exactly. Sure. So, anyways, that's my behind the scenes. So, would you recommend Demolition Man to the man and whamman that watches this <laughs> this to our podcast? So, uh, no, okay. I wouldn't recommend this movie. Uh, now, that being said. This is the closest I've come to recommending a movie that I ended up not recommending. That I wouldn't say that I recommend. Sure. Because I liked a lot of this movie. Mm-hmm. There was a ton sure. here to like. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a very world-building guy. Yeah. This movie world-built the shit out of this world. You yeah. know, like, they, they paid so much attention to detail. Mm-hmm. They obviously hired very talented people to, sure. like, uh, build out this script. Um, there was a ton to like as far as uh, the... Um, film aspect of this movie. I thought it was done really well, how it was shot. I thought it was like the story was very clever, I thought. Sure. Uh, so, 
you know, on its on its face, you'd think I'd of course I'd recommend this movie. The thing that I didn't like in this movie was unfortunately the thing that you're spending the most time with, and that's the characters. Mm, I didn't like I didn't like any of the characters. Wow. I thought every character, every single one of them, was a cringy eye roll. Huh. And and that really puts a damper on whether or not you're going to be enjoying a movie. Of course. Even though the rest of the movie was fun, I liked the plot. Yeah. I thought the plot was fun. Um, I liked the setting. I liked its execution. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like, I couldn't care, or give a shit, or even like any of the characters on screen. Sandra Bullock's character and all the cops were all just kind of like hokey, kind of yeah. sh- shitty characters. Sure. Um, Dennis Leary's character <laughs> was yeah. a fucking piece of shit. Um, uh, Wesley Snipes' character was too much of a clown for me to really enjoy. Sure. Uh, and like, I know that you like fun over the top characters like that, but I don't really, you know? I mean, and, Matt, oh, well, I'll get to it. Yeah, and then um, uh, Stallone's character, I thought, was really, like, John wayne you know? Sure. Real, like, boomer energy. And so, like, <laughs> I, I didn't like any of them. And so, like, I, I, because I didn't enjoy anything that anyone was saying or doing, uh, I just kind of liked everything else in the background. Sure. I would say that I barely don't recognize, uh, recommend this movie. Interesting. I, I, th- I think it was... I didn't hate that I watched it, sure, but I wouldn't watch it again. There was so much that I wanted to like sure. about this movie, even right off the bat. I remember when it first started, yeah. I was like three minutes in, um, and it was the scene where he's like infiltrating the building. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, dope. He picked another fucking good one. I get to yeah. enjoy the shit out of this. And then like halfway through the movie, I was just like, oh, everybody's so fucking lame. <laughs> and by the end, I was just like, I really wanted to like this movie. The whole way through. Yeah. The whole way through, I was just like... Please give me something to like in this movie, but it, it, I I dislike the characters enough that I I'd say I wouldn't recommend this movie. It was too it was too cringy most of the time. Uh, it's for me to be like you're really missing out if you haven't seen it. Um, but it was a fine watch, you know. I just I just wouldn't recommend it. Sure, you know? sure, interesting. Ah, <clears throat> uh, so I mean, yeah, what do you think? Does it hold up? I mean, you've seen it a million times, but yeah, does it hold up? of course. Like I haven't seen this movie probably in five or six years. But uh, the fact that I saw it five or six years ago and and recommended and watched or like brought it up and then watched it again lets you know obviously I love this yeah, movie again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I you know I can see where you're coming from, kind of. But I feel like maybe the mood you were in going into this film affected yeah. you a little bit. No, because, because I really like like well, I said like, six, like three minutes in I was just like hell yeah this is gonna be a good. Movie. I don't see how you recommended Commando but not this because this has the same energy to me as Commando does um, almost to a T except for Bennett being way more over the top than Bennett was in Commando. But like, that, I feel like that's why. Okay, because in Commando it was not like he wasn't. Making a statement about how people should be. Sure. He wasn't just like, uh, you guys have let technology do, do too much for you. Sure, Sometimes sure. you got to get in it with your hands yeah. mentality. That's what I'm talking about as far as like real boomer mentality. Yeah. Because with Commando, he was just a straight up superhero. Yeah. Like this guy was like not real. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was yeah, like yeah, yeah. the god of death sure, made incarnate. Sure. So it was more just watching like, um, you know, like an action story right, right, versus right. like, I'm just like the hardest man around. I, okay. Like I don't vibe with that mentality. Yeah, like yeah. that to me seems cringy. So do you think like if they would have been like they, 
implemented some like super strength to him as well. Like you would have liked it I a think, little bit more. I think he just, if he was commenting less, okay, on how much better it was to be like in the own man yeah, type yeah. thing. Uh, because Commando, they weren't commenting on right, anything. Right. This guy was just a hard fucking guy. Yeah, I get you know. Okay, so now I kind of see. I think your your pol- politics sure, yeah. kind of. Po- colored this film a little oh, yeah, bit and i yeah, get yeah, that yeah. i get that i i totally can understand that for me it's just it's hard as fuck for both um the main character for stallone and for dennis leary okay my, my politics super sure. like colored what, I got you. how i how i interpret them those i characters. the only thing i didn't like about this movie is dennis leary is, is way dated at this point okay <laughs> yeah, for sure. um i thought stallone was actually surprisingly good for this film like i i I looked at him like as a like a Judge Dredd sort of character and shit like that, and I think just, I've never seen Dredd. Yeah, like the original movie. Wait, Judge oh, Dredd? the original movie. Yeah, okay, Judge Dredd. I've seen the one, the yeah. new one. I haven't seen the original. We'll do the, the one we'll do the original yeah. at some point in time. I, you know, I think a character like that I could like more yeah. than what this is. I mean, it's the same character for the most part. But isn't but like, it less talking? Like he talks a lot less. No, no, really. Yeah, it's the exact oh, opposite of the new Dredd, where he's got his helmet off and he's talking the entire time. Basically. Gotcha. So, I just didn't like the commentary. Yeah. I, didn't I got you. I got you. So, like, to me, like, I like Stallone in this. I and Snipes is amazing to me in this. Like, I, I, you know, it's funny that you say that about me because, like, sometimes I like over the top guys, and sometimes I hate over the top sure. guys. It matters it's how funny it plays how you refer to him as Bill the Butcher, and I was just like, yeah, I hated Bill the Butcher. Right? <laughs> no, you hate, yeah, exactly. Him. I love Bill the Butcher yeah. though. So, I like, was a great performance. He's probably my favorite of the villains. Like, so this is like probably second if I think off the top of my head. Like, I'd have to go through, like, the individual movies, but I'm going to guess that they're both better than, like, uh, the alien creature or Terminator or... (laughs) I'm kidding, obviously, but, like, you know what I mean. Like, so, like, I I just really... I thought he was fun. I thought the movie is just fun in general. The only complaint I would have about this movie is that it's just under two hours. Like, I think if you trim this film up to, like, an hour 30, hour 45, this movie would be even better because you could probably take out some of the political commentary and just make this an over-the-top action film, and I think it would have been even better. Like, it would have been even more I felt like this movie was saying, these pussy liberals over and over and over. You know, so here's the thing. (laughs) And I was just like, they want a fucking nanny state. I thought that was part of it. But, like, I also felt like, no, because think about this. Like, it's like the worst policies of, of liberals and the worst policies of conservatives put together. Because liberals it was like aren't... like straight fascism. Yeah, 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 because liberals aren't trying to, like, stop you from smoke, you know, from eating meats and shit like that. I or, mean, like, smoking weed and shit. But, or well, having sex. I guess, I guess not the sex and the weed, but, like, the meat, uh, according to Republicans, yeah. Well, that's according to Republicans. But that's, that's what not I'm really saying. What that's why this. Right. That's why I thought it was an unfair. Okay. Even even when it comes to um, how they presented, like the, you, con- the conservative characters, let I thought it was all question. unfair. Do you feel as though? Did you like? I know this is like completely left field, but that's what we do here. Uh, yeah. Did you like uh, Dark Knight Rises? Uh, Bane. It, yeah, it Bane. was the. It was my least favorite of the three. Sure, but I mean that's like. Right wing as fuck. Yeah, that movie is. Sure. But so like that didn't like. So maybe that's why it's the least favorite yeah, of the three. But that, yeah, that's pretty sure. funny. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit, and this is an interesting day for us, brother. Why? We are just about at our one year anniversary of oh, this show. Shit. Yeah, the next episode is yeah, one man. year. Right? So why don't you let, fill them in about what we do with our Patreon and whatnot? Yeah. Okay. So uh, for those of you who want to help support the podcast. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash minorities report. 
where you can um, help us, uh, you know, just maintain the podcast. Um, the um, we already have one movie up there. Yeah, we've we've got so. uh, the Green Knight yep. uh, that we reviewed a couple of weeks ago when it came out, and uh, we'll be reviewing more as they come. And uh, by the time you show up on there, there'll probably be more. A lot of yeah. uh, uh, episodes that were uh, lost or parts of an old podcast that we were going to do. And so there's a nice little amount. We'll do of another one bonuses. probably within the next month here. We'll yeah, try to keep sure. them to like one a month. Yeah, at I least. mean, yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll be we'll be doing some more stuff on there too. Uh, so if you want to help us out, that's uh, patreon.com slash minorities report. Yeah, that said, man, here's what I'd suggest for next week. Oh, boy. Whatever you did in your life one year ago, when uh-huh. before you started listening to us, sure. rewind back to that day. Go back to that date. Start reliving your life the exact same way, just slightly different. And join us for Terminator 2. I'm actually genuinely excited about that. It'll be live. <laughs> should it be live? Oh my god, we should do this online. It's not going to be fucking live. <laughs> you got to wait that 15 day waiting period? Okay, I just like to take one now. Punch, motherfucker! Mellow greetings, sir. What seemed to be your boggle? My boggle? Hey, how much do you weigh?